Welcome to We Should Have Outgrown It, episode number 11, with me, Rory, and Carlos. What's up? What's up? <clears throat> what do we got today? What do we got? We got 100, top 100 still. Yeah. Um, I think, what are we on? We on 40s? We're 40 down to 20? Maybe 39 down. I think we did 40. Oh, yeah, we did 40. So 39 but, down to 20. Um, Yeah, uh, we got that. We're getting closer to the end of that. It seems so. to be taking longer with every – because as it gets farther down the list, they're better stuff. We have more to talk about, so they kind of get a little bit longer. Yeah. Also, uh, if people don't know, if you're not boxing fans, there was a big, big boxing match yesterday that we watched. That's why we're doing this for another Sunday, so we yep. could review it. Um, I've, we've seen a couple of the undercards. So we got stuff to talk about with a couple of the undercards. Uh Somebody gained somebody gained a fan, and you know, shenanigans. I, saw around shenanigans <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. From what I saw, uh, except for one fight where it was just a regular fight, where the there was a fight where basically a guy couldn't get walk past a jab, and then there was two fights with questionable endings. <laughs> to be honest, but uh, we'll get to that, and then we'll talk about the main event: Canelo yeah. versus Billy Saunders, Billy Joe Saunders, Jay Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um and i do believe that's all we got because i did forget to watch that episode of my oh, you're good. I only am, i'm still only like halfway through that episode i was just like mm, not really yeah it's uh it. i think what we'll start doing is every five episodes that we'll review so once it gets to 10 we'll yeah review i think what's a better way of doing it yeah just because like they're they're just going through the training arc right now it's so, so boring yeah I, I, did, I watched two episodes and fell asleep. That's like a quick circle <laughs> in the middle of the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, so did you want to start off with boxing or did you want no, to? I think we start with boxing. It's like fresh on our brain. We just saw it happen. So okay. uh, after last week's episode, we did a bunch of boxing talk. So we're going to give you guys some more of it. So uh, kind of like shove it down your face, if you will. Um, and it was great. I actually really enjoy boxing. It's a fun thing to do, especially like when you have people who enjoy talking about it. It was crazy. We were watching it, and I, we'd say something, and then like maybe 10, 20 seconds later, commentary team would say exactly what we said. It was weird. <laughs> I don't yeah, know that much about boxing. Yeah, I'm over here like, yo, shouldn't I get some money for this for announcing it just uh, through through my my eyes and saying exactly what they're saying? I'm like, oh well. Yeah, but... we had them. The zone. <laughs> hey, <us>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> get us on board. We're solid. But uh, so this was the fight that you didn't see. I'll start it off. Uh, the Frank Sanchez versus Nagy Aguilar. I believe that's how he says his last name. Yep. Um, <laughs> I yeah. Saying, I don't know how to say some of these guys' names. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, – I do believe Frank Sanchez is um, is a part of Canelo's – Like group? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe his, under the same trainer? Yeah, yeah I think he's under there because um, they talked about it. Uh, on the commentary about how Canelo believes he's going to be a champion later down the line. I, oh, okay. Cause I think he's a young player. I think he's 24 or something like that. Oh, stop. He's okay. um, he was winning that fight, right? Yeah. He was winning the fight uh, pretty much the whole time. You know, Nagy, I'm pretty sure that his parents called him Nagy because he likes to nag a lot. So and he was nagging the rest. Yeah. You was. know that it, it was a whole bunch of nagging through the whole fight. It was pretty upsetting. I think this was the most upsetting of a uh, ending to a match um, because he, it looked, it basically looked like he just faked it just to. Do you know, know something wild is on YouTube, like maybe a week ago, I saw a video of like the biggest fake falls in, in boxing. 
when it was like those. <laughs> so that guy's going to be out of that list. And I just find it hilarious that I just watched that and then that happened. Well, and I think he's at a point where he's coming down to the end of his career where he's just getting paychecks now because he's 34 years old and he hasn't really done much. I think he's lost 14 times already. Jeez. So I think he's one of those guys that um, newcomers – kind of fight just to see where they're at in their career yeah he's like uh what's like a gatekeeper or like uh like one of those those like a stepping stool to pro yeah boxing. yeah it, to see if uh these guys are going to start getting real fights and stuff like that but how it ended was just weird um this is not how you want to end when you're in the boxing career um obviously like i wouldn't know much about it because i'm not a boxer but in my mind, like if I was to do a career boxing, that's not how I would have went out. Yeah, you no. know, it, it's you already just, spent the time, you've already been hit. You yeah. might as well just finish the fight. Yeah, it's just a little distasteful. Uh, he pretty much he he got uh, clipped, I guess, in the back of the head. Like it was an accidental clip. It's not like um, Sanchez was hunting for it. Of uh, it, it, he just turned his head at the wrong time. The timing was just off. And he clipped the back of his head. And it did look like it clipped him enough where he should have been acting like how he, stumbled. he did. He fell down. He was on the ground for 20 seconds. And then he got up and stumbled again. Yeah, and then fell down. And it turned was perfectly over. fine 10 yeah. seconds later. Yeah. Then when he got up, he was just complaining that it's not fair. You know, it's – it's uh, he's a why is he not get deductive points? Why is it only a warning? And pretty much he forced it into a card decision. I don't know if he thought that he was winning the fight. And he thought he's gonna win the fight off a decision. No, but uh, pretty much how it ended is uh, they did the four rounds, um, even though it was in the sixth round, they only did the four, first four rounds, and they gave it to Sanchez. And of course, Aguilar wasn't in the ring anymore after the decision. He just walked out because he was saying it wasn't fair. <laughs> so it felt like he was just trying to get a a weird win. And obviously, boxing is not going for that. Yeah, so. boxing is not fair. I mean, if you are a, if you're a guy who's as old as he is and been boxing as long as he does, I don't box, and I know boxing is not fair. Mm-hmm. You should also still know that boxing is not fair. Mm-hmm. Like Canelo's going to win on the cards every time. Doesn't matter who's fighting. Doesn't matter how much you outclass him. The refs. I mean, these guys are not. They're paid by matchroom boxing. Yeah. Guy who sponsors Canelo. Like you can't expect them not to. You know. Yeah. And then, but then the next fight was pretty interesting. Me, that's when I arrived. Uh, it was a guy named what was it? It was Soto. So, um, no, no, Soto. That was the next fight. The next one was the one with uh, um, that one dude, the guy who knocked the guy down. Oh, what was it? Was uh, I believe it was Conway. Conway versus, yeah, was his name. And I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to know the other guy's name. It was a crazy name. It was like Kiskeo or something like that. Let me see. Because obviously that fight was, uh, I picked the wrong fighter. Yeah, I mean, that's the first one I arrived and me and him both picked fighters. And I didn't know who was who. I didn't know the names. Here you but go. But I Let said I wasn't going to pick Conway. Can you say that? Kiskeo? Yes. Siseo? Siseo? I forgot how they said it. And if I, if I, if you hear this, yo, I'm not trying to get your name wrong, but I'm just trying to. Don't jab me in the face that much. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can do those. You can do those. You were solid. Um, I picked Conway in the beginning. We actually picked fights before the fights happened. He looked like he was the wrong class. Yeah. They looked like they were two different sides. Yeah. 
it, it was what was it the one shoot i don't know they're pretty big dudes yeah but yeah it looked like the one dude's back so conway definitely you could just look at him and be like this guy might have a lot of power for what he is and uh he uh he definitely sat there waiting for that one shot. He, uh, so it was uh, 154. Oh, okay. The, so the 155, I'm guessing, weight class. So, okay. um, yeah, Conway just looked a lot bigger than uh, uh, C. I'm going to call him C, so I don't it's embarrass a, myself out scale. here. I don't know. I'm going to say it. I'm just yeah. going to guess. And they're going to be like, well, he's saying the name wrong. <laughs> so I'll just, I got my next guy. <laughs> so, yeah, it looked like uh, one of them matchups where, like, some – it looked like it was rigged for Conway. To me, yeah. it looked like they were like, well, let's give Conway a nice win to get him bumped up in the thing, get him a little exposure under the Canelo. And no, oh, he just walked into a jab for, yeah. for 30 minutes. Uh, C was, uh, you know, he was, his jab game was on point because he was, that's pretty much everything he was throwing. Yeah, he literally and, made one mistake. Yeah, and, and he was uh, keeping Conway at bay with that, like the whole the whole fight. And yeah. it, was, it was pretty crazy how... To me, I don't know how old Conway was either, so I don't know if they're just not training him how to get around the jab, but like it, it was stopping him. He wasn't yeah, getting I close. I don't know if that guy just had like one of the stiffest jabs, or if it, it just to me it just looked like, like a stinging jab, like it just kind of hits you real quick. But that dude did not want to walk forward after getting hit each time. He would like hesitate to go back in. Yeah, and then he would like do some awkward little jabs just to try to get back at him, and then he would throw like some some haymakers but like never land so yeah. it was just uh it was more a technical fight because uh c was just keeping him at bay the whole match and the other guy just couldn't conway just couldn't get get anywhere close to him oh yeah which is weird because he wasn't doing body shots or anything like that because obviously um c wasn't trying to knock anybody out it looked like he was just trying to box just yeah. keep him at bay you know put his hands on him and, and um I think that could have worked to Conway's advantage if he wanted to like get heavy body shots in and stuff, but he was just, he was fighting like a guy who like takes two to give one, you know, mm -hmm. but that one's supposed to matter. Yeah. And, but he never gave the one yeah. until the ninth round, <laughs> ninth round. He hits him with a double uppercut and drops him mm -hmm. and then proceeds to like, he has two, it was like in the first 30 seconds of the fight yeah. of the round and uh, proceeded to let him wander, run away from him. Yeah. He, he didn't really, I think because um, for a second there, he was starting to get hot. And then uh, C was like just throwing combo jabs at him. And then that deterred him, it looked yeah. like, again, even though I don't know if he thought he was winning in the cards. He did think he was winning on the cards, though. He had to because at the end of the fight, he raised his hand like he thought he was going to win in the cards, which I I don't know if his team was telling him that. But when I was watching, I'm like, yo, this guy's losing and it has to be a knockout or yeah. TKO. Uh, one or the other because he's not winning this by the cards. No, I agree with that one. That one was uh, that was kind of a slow fight. It was a good way to, for me to get in because we just got to kind of watch this steady dismantling of a guy who couldn't do nothing. But what was weird is it was like a split decision. Yeah, that's what I, I was getting ready to that's say. That's why I'm saying, you know who was the A side in that? Conway. Yeah. yeah. That's what I tell you. Boxing is rigged. So C won by split decision. Uh, Conway lost, which I thought was weird. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was going to be a clean, unanimous decision. Yeah, because, it shouldn't have in any way. Yeah, unless they count that one knockdown as like five rounds. And how how they said it was that they're in Texas, so I guess they like when it's 
heavier blows instead of the jabs. I, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but if you're looking to fight and you see that, yeah, like them heavy jabs have to matter. And how he was swinging, like he, it, it wasn't really affecting the fight at all. No, so, and he was hitting the air. Yeah, the whole fight. I don't see how he would have, how he could have called it where it was split decision because I think he said it was 97 92 to Conway, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I, I don't mean, uh, like, yeah. maybe 96 95 or something like that. Maybe if you want to make it somewhat close, but he made it a wide margin for Conway, and I did not see that at all. Yeah, no, that was weird. Unless he just looked at the ninth round. Yeah, and he, maybe he slept <laughs> after that. He's like, he already like put, he saw the ninth round and crossed everything out. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> But uh, so far, that was a pretty – it was a slower one. Um, so it tried to get me up for the Canelo fight, and then there was one more fight yes. before the Canelo. So and that was, actually got me hyped up yes, for the Canelo fight. So then we had the super featherweight fight between Soto and uh, Takayama? Yeah, Takayama. Yeah, Takayama. And we went in, so me and Carlos picked their guys. I chose Takayama. And yeah. then he chose Soto, and then they walk out. And Soto looks so much stronger. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I was like, I am screwed. <laughs> because, because I saw it coming out, and I was like, he looks like a boy. Like his back, like, like no, talking about my boy. But <laughs> the man looked like a like a 17-year-old kid out there when you look at his back. In comparison to the other dude who had like a Canelo back. Yeah. So I was just like, and I, and I think boxers, that's what I look for. I look for like a wide back. I know it sounds weird, but arm size does not matter to me. But your back, like a strong back, means I feel like you can throw hooks and stuff really hard. Yeah, this was complete bro science. That's what I think, and so I see that and I'm like, boo, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> and then we get into the fight, and it's bad. First round, the tornado. They're, they're you know, Takayama's going through it. He comes out. He just heads. He's standing straight up. His head. He never even ducked his chin once. Yeah, he was. Them hooks were catching them like every chance they got. Yeah, it was he, crazy. He was stumbling and stuff. Yeah. And it, I think Soto gassed himself a tiny bit in that first round, trying to take him out in mm-hmm. round one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, which is weird. You're well, a pro boxer. When, you I'm guessing when he seen him stumbled, he figured this is going to be a quick one. So let me end him real quick. Yeah. And he just never. Maybe never... he like got an adrenaline rush and then like lost, lost it all or dumped it all. I don't know. But from then on, he never seemed to have that same tenacity in any any round soda. Mm-hmm. And Takayama is a goddamn bulletproof tank, dude. Yeah. He takes hit after hit. He was ducking and dodging. He was hitting tons of jabs. And off streak, granted, this man would hit the guy. <laughs> and it looked like he hurt his hand more than it hurt his face <laughs> each time. I'm going to be honest. He would throw these flurries to the body back and forth, back and forth. Like I would put my arms up and let like my nine year old niece do to me like all day. And that's what it looked like he was doing. Yeah, uh and you could hear the difference. If you watch the fight, you can hear the difference between Soto hitting uh Takiyama and Takiyama hitting Soto. Like uh Takiyama would hit him with like six hits in a row and it would just be like Yeah, he oh, was well, Homer Simpson in him. <laughs> and then just like, oh, take all the hits you can't throw punches anymore. Yeah, so I I, I felt I felt a little bad how it ended. Yeah, that Just, was a robbery. So yeah. I'm going to say there were two robberies in this fight. And I'm talking about number one. Robbery number one is what they did to my boy. Let him go out on a shield. He was, this is his last fight. He's 37 years old. 
doesn't even look injured. At this time when they stopped him, well, he looked, he looked a little beat up, but at the time when they stopped him, there wasn't a punch thrown it for like the last three seconds, and they mm-hmm. just stopped him. Yeah. I don't understand why they did that. I, I still don't. I think they wanted to protect Soto because he was the A-side. Because I think they're thinking on cards this guy might win because <laughs> yeah. of how, the volume of tiny punches. But I don't know. I, yeah, it did make sense. Uh, how how it made more sense was when we said that maybe they're just trying to get this fight over before the Canelo, so they get the Canelo one rolling. Yeah, um, that was is what made more sense because he was how he was how Takiyama was getting hit was pretty much how he was getting hit the whole fight. So if you was gonna have him cancel the fight, you could have did it at any time before yeah. that. So was, why would you do it now? Yeah. And it wasn't like Takiyama was um, like not stumbling fighting. and stuff like that. He was just like pushing him away, yeah. trying to block, pretty much doing exactly what he's been doing the whole fight. And I, I felt it was a little disrespectful to Takiyama. Oh yeah, especially because um, he comes to... out after they, they they call him off. They like wait like ten seconds, and he walks out in the middle of the ring. It proceeds to do a thirty second nonstop barrage of what could only be described as. <laughs> yeah he uh put on the show for texas everybody was cheering yeah. for him everybody loved him he was he's like literally the crowd favorite yeah and he, this is what happens it's because uh and i i actually got to like him too because uh obviously he started to change yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh the thing is he you could tell like he wasn't hurt in soto uh his punches just i mean it was just pillow punches out With there. The heart of a lion. Yeah, and he was taking hits like a champ. <laughs> and I tell you what, I thought he was gonna get laid out in the second round after the first round because of uh, how big of hits he was taking. But that guy stood around. No, he started to tuck his chin a little bit. Start at the end of the second round, and the third round was all him. He took the third round. Yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden it was just like then he did hit once. And you're just like, oh, head's gonna come off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. I, I just uh, didn't like how the ref did that one. I don't I don't understand it because he he it just seemed like he wanted to fight. Obviously, uh, you want to protect these boxers and stuff, um, but at some point uh, they understand what they're getting themselves into, um, and obviously he wanted to put on a show, yeah. and it was taken away from him. No. And that's the reason why he did that at the end of the fight was to basically say I could have kept going. You screwed me. And... Well, think about like round eight of the next round fight where one guy doesn't throw very pun- many punches at all. They don't stop that fight. Yeah. They don't stop it at all. They let him go down, even though he's severely more injured. Yeah. He didn't do a single throw. Why mm-hmm. didn't the ref come stop that? Because oh. that one's the worst one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did, That's why. But it's the one issue I do have with boxing and why like, I – it's very um, political, and I just – I don't like politics and sports, and – Boxing has the most politics. And not, mm-hmm. I'm not talking real politics. I'm talking boxing politics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, so, I, uh, all in all, I thought that was a great was fight, a great fight to go into the main event. Like usually, I think when I seen the last Canelo fight, the fight before was not good when he was facing Colin Smith. Oh, um, I didn't see that one. I didn't see the fight before. I only saw the Kellen fight. Yeah, the that was just a horrible fight going into that, so it made the main fight yeah. that much better. Um, but but then we go into the main fight. Right? Yeah, and uh, besides, okay, so let's see. Yeah, let's see. The first round of the main fight is boring. Mm-hmm. It's feeling each other out, but you going into it going like, oh, I'm ready. I want to see mm-hmm. hands fly. The leather needs to hit. 
face. So just to just to give some context in it, um, how how Billy Joe Saunders was going in and how Canelo was going in that first round, how it felt was Billy Joe Saunders was just backing up. I think he was just filling it out, maybe trying to get counter, seeing if uh, Canelo was going to be see more aggressive. Hit, yeah. Um, and he was just pretty much just filling each other out because Canelo wasn't throwing that many punches as well. He was just backing him down into the corner and seeing what uh, – Billy Joe Saunders would do. Yep. So uh, the first round was pretty much a throwaway. That's usually how all these championship uh, matches go, unless you're a heavyweight like Wilder. Like Wilder just throws his hands randomly all the time. So it's just one of them things. But normal, normal boxing uh, fights, they would fill people out the first maybe two, one or two, yeah. two rounds. Just depends then, on the fighter. Some guys are guys that want to come out and immediately come at you. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just walk you down like Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to come at you straight away from what I've seen from Canelo. He likes to fill his opponents out, kind of see what he couldn't even against at first against Billy. You were like, Oh, he's not really doing anything, but he was just using like posturing and stuff to move him across the ring. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it started to heat up a little bit in the second round. Um, not so much from Billy Joe. No, yeah, he definitely but, was slower on the second round for Billy Joe. But then that's when Canelo started hitting like hooks to the body, yeah. because I think the southpaw leads to like a good right hand hook to the mm-hmm. body, and oh man, and then, uh, them hits you could feel just watching it, yeah. and I I was like, yo, this is uh so disrespectful for him to be hitting like this because it, it was brutal. Yeah, them them you could hear them body shots. On the TV, and obviously announcer says it right after we say it, and they're like, yeah, we can hear this. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously well, these go start putting in work uh, through the fight. Yeah, and then in that first in that second round, you started to see like what inevitably leads to the end of the fight, which is um you start to see him start to throw this counter right uppercut mm-hmm. that just is missing slightly, but like it's like hitting his hairline. Yeah. And it is vicious. And you're like, <laughs> see it happen. He does it probably like four times in the first three rounds. And you're just like, what? And that means round one, he doesn't do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> and so the problem is with Billy Joe is he would duck down to obviously get miss or mm-hmm. for him to miss like yeah. the haymakers. And and he's, stuff he's, like he's a very slippery boxer, Billy Joe. So he wants to move around, I think, in the pocket area, kind of like. While he's in the like in the phone booth with you, kind of dog, but he had to do that. I think you gotta throw a jab or two. But he was doing like this one very like, like almost duck as he punched jab. Yeah, this didn't seem like it would even phase Canelo. So Canelo would just like know it's coming, know what he's doing, and then just try to hit the hook. Yeah, I mean the uppercut, uppercut. The yeah. when he throws them uppercuts, when I tell you he's putting power behind that, yo, he is putting power behind it, and it is. I, I bet you Billy is feeling the wind off of that yeah, still, every single time because he, he's close. Uh, with with the first, he didn't start connecting them until maybe the fifth round. Yeah, he's the fourth or fifth so, round. He hits him with a solid one. Yeah, so it was. Uh, I think, it was, I think he was. He just wasn't. Yeah, man. He just wasn't. He just wasn't getting the timing down, and he was just every time he swung it like. It, you felt it like it was going to come soon. And I actually said it is that if he keeps ducking like that, he's going to catch him one of these times and it's not going to feel good. And also I owe a guy Luna that I know an apology because I told him 
Billy Joe Staun- Saunders took a good chance. Now, I do say he did a better job than Kellen. Oh, he did. Uh, all right. This is because uh, I'm not hating on Billy Joe Saunders because he made this a lot better fight yeah. than Colin Smith did. Colin yeah. Smith was just getting backed in the corner again, beat to hell. Yeah. He was pretty much a heavy bag for um, Canelo that fight. And I tell you what, <laughs> it, it, that's how that's how it felt. And Billy Joe actually stood in there. He fought. He, he threw good jabs. Um, to keep him at bay. He hit him with a couple of combos that were nice. He hit him with a, uh, was it a body shot to face? Yeah, brutal. Like yeah, a, a... you could you could tell um, Canelo was getting tagged up in this fight, and I actually appreciate that because how it felt in the first round is that Billy good. Joe was just going to be walking into corners. It felt like Colin Smith isk. That's how it felt. Yeah. He but he, how how he did it was. I guess that was just a fill out. And then he tried to command the middle of the ring after that. What, but what that did show me though, is like, he was right to ask for those extra two feet. Yeah. Cause like, otherwise he wouldn't have, I don't think he would have made it like the, he would have probably <laughs> been down around that I called it. Yes. <laughs> right. Would have, yeah. Um, him getting the extra two feet definitely helped out. Cause he was using the whole ring pretty much. Yeah. Um, just to try to keep from uh, Canelo throwing them, them haymakers out there. So, but off of saying that, yeah, Saunders made it a lot better fight than previous fights that I seen oh, yeah. from Canelo. So I do appreciate that um, a lot because I didn't know how it was going to end off. And from the first round, I was like, oh, well, this is going to just be another annihilation. Now I just so, need forget the Caleb fight. I want him to fight Andre Ward. Yeah, uh, there was a guy that is on there. Well, I'll say that after the fight. Oh, I'll say yeah. it, I'll save it after the fight uh, that, when we talk did about you watch it. that stuff. Yeah, the post the yeah. post fight thing. <laughs> I, I do not that. like that guy. That guy's weird. But I'll talk about that after the fight. So we're getting into it. Um, I do believe, which is what's his name, Hammock, Hammock, the announcer dude that they asked how they were scoring it. I don't know what his name is. I forget. I forget what his name is, but one of the fighters had um, Saunders winning after the sixth round, which I didn't see what the hell he was looking at, but I had Canelo 4-2. I did give Saunders two rounds Yep. Um, just because I think he was um, just putting the business on Canelo a couple of them rounds. Yeah, like it was probably like round five, six. I think Canelo was kind of a little bit slower, and he was uh, – just that was when he was able to hit a couple combos. Yeah, he was just – that, that was, uh, I think, fifth round is when he was throwing them hooks at Canelo yeah. and he it was connecting. So he, I, was, he was grabbing Canelo, so he, like nullifying his offense. And it was just, he was having his best. He had his hands down, which you would think would do worse, but he was doing better. Yeah. I don't know if it was like tricking Canelo, but then like at the beginning of the seventh, he switched back. Yeah. I don't know so why. here's the here's the thing. He was uh, feeling himself in the fifth round because he was get he was making these con- or connections, you know, giving yeah. them hooks, giving them jabs, throwing them on him. And then um, after a while, he would like just have his hands down and just move his head around. Which uh, I mean, me as a fighter, nah, I'm, I'm never gonna be doing that because uh, I get laid out quick and in a hurry. But how, how I believe what happened is those body body hits started hurting, and now he's like, all right, let me just start covering up a little bit. Yeah, and then uh, let's see what happens because. After that fifth round, the sixth round, it got real, real crazy because then body shots were starting to connect. Real, oh, real more like, like once every 30 seconds, he was hitting a good body shot that was just, I mean, 
he was wearing them well. I mean, I couldn't tell he was injured, but I was injured every time. Yeah, it, it was brutal. Let me just get this out there. Um, I know it's a thing with boxers, but stop shaking your head when you get connected with, with your head or your body saying like, yo, it's not hurting. Cause uh, I tell you what, how it looks and how your, how your body reacts after those hits, it looks like it's hurting. Yeah. Like so, was, he was doing that at the beginning. He's like, no, no. And then probably in like round five or six, Canelo hits him with this uppercut and it like knocks his mouthpiece out of his mouth and he shakes his head like, all right, he got me. <laughs> Yeah, that was a hit right there. That was a hit. But um that's that was pretty much the the beginning of the end. Yeah. So when it got to the what was the eighth round? Because it was at the end of the eighth. I yeah, it was the end of the eighth. So after the seventh round comes out, I thought Billy Joe was going down. There's about 30 seconds left. He hits him with a hard shot and like leans him against the ropes. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I might have it. And then it runs out. And then we start this next round, and then which is round eight. Yeah. And Canelo hits him with a sneaky uppercut. Yeah. He does that jab thing we were talking about, comes down, eats it with his eyes and orbital. Yeah, and what's what's weird is that it started off normal. Like, it started off like a normal normal round, like how the other round started off. You know, Billy Joe was doing what he does. And obviously, you could tell he's getting hurt because he has his gloves up now. Yeah. So, he's... he's uh, He's trying he's to feeling it. Yeah, he's he's starting to feel these punches. So I mean, going twelve would be a hard ask, but we we thought it was going to be just normal normal fight. You know, I thought it was going the distance after he didn't go down in the seventh. But that uppercut that he gave him was nasty, and how how it was is just horrible because, like I said. Billy Joe was ducking down. So he was like going downwards as Canelo was going up. So obviously that's just going to give it a even worse, worse impact. When, oh yeah. When, when they do these fights. So it's a solid, yeah, he just comes down as he's coming up with that uppercut and it's just brutal. Yeah. The hook that, I mean, the uppercut that he lands on that eye socket, it's just with the force of Billy ducking down and his shot is so brutal. That like I could not imagine how he didn't just hit it the floor. He took it so well. He did step back a little bit, and then from there on, this is why I was saying the Takayama fight bothered me was because if Billy Joe Saunders then spends the next for two minutes not throwing very many punches, maybe two yeah. punches in the entire time, yeah, he's and, seriously injured. And Canelo was taunting, he getting the crowd had, into it, like like he must have felt the orbital. Yeah, break. I feel like he had to have known because he hits him with it. He hits him a couple more times. He sees Billy Joe kind of back up a little bit, and he sticks his arms up in the air. He already yeah. won the fight. Like I've never seen that. Happen and before. and he's pretty much egging the crowd on, waving yeah. his arms like, "Hey, come on, cheer it up!" Because he feels like he's going down. Yeah. Um, before this before this round ends. So at, at this point, Billy is just have his hands up. That's mm. it. That I didn't see him throw any more punches at this point. And yeah, um, he Canelo was just unloading on him, stop for a second, get the crowd involved, unloading on him, and then the round ends. Yeah. So that is crazy to me from when you go to the Soto. If you've seen the Soto Takiyama fight, it's it was worse than what uh, Takiyama was going through. Yeah. So how why they stopped that fight and didn't stop this fight for this is beyond me. So I, they just wanted more action. And unfortunately, 
um, it didn't go any further than this. Yep. So it was a technical knockout. Yeah, Billy Joe Saunders quits on the stool due to eye injury. Yeah. Oh, and let me phrase this. All right, I'm watching this as a fan. I don't know how I would react if I was the actual boxer getting tagged up like that. Yeah. I would like to believe that I would go out on my shield and yes. go in. But how I see it through his eyes, there's no way Billy Joe makes a comeback after that. No. Because that his eyes swelled up so bad. He's a young fighter. Yeah. He's only has one loss on his record. Was he, to he's the 30, best right? Fighter. He's 30, yeah. Yeah, he's so young he's young. He's still got fights to go. So him getting beat down in there and then possibly losing his eyesight is not a good decision for him. Yeah. Um, let's say he was in his 37s or at the back end, like where he maybe wants go to out retire. On your shield. Maybe try to go out there, swing for the fences. That maybe. Even then, I still think you're only 37. You still got to go another... 50 years of that eyeball. Yeah. You know, um, so. so here's my thing is maybe he could have walked back out and like tried to like get some hits off. But if he felt like he was just yeah. not into it, he could have fell down. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. I made a couple of days eat my words for saying this, but I said there was two robberies. The first one was Takeyama. The second was not getting to see that Billy Joe knockout. <laughs> um, so yeah. But I will say I get where he's coming from. Not really in time. Yeah, I'm upset. Yeah, and I'm talking. I'm talking as a fan. Yeah, I'm talking as a fan. I'm not talking about like if I was in the ring, what would I do? You yeah, know, I would, I would bounce. I would. <laughs> I'd have been like, man, is fighting kill really worth this four mil I'm about to get. Yeah, that's... I'm like, yo, I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> yeah. So the I, all in all, it was a really good fight. Saunders put on a really good show. It's just upsetting how it ended. Because you wanted to go out either decision or somebody getting knocked out. Yeah. Um, that's just how it is. You know, that's the boxing fans, you know, that's 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 what we want. Oh, it really did show that like Canelo was like in a league of his own. There was like yeah. one guy who was even close at the time, and that was is was freaking triple G, but now he's way too old, yeah. I think. And so I do not, and I've we said this yesterday, I do not want to see another triple G fight. Um I I know people will watch it just because I it's a it's a box office, but I d- Triple G is just not in his prime anymore. Um, his because his hands are not as heavy as they used to be. Um, because a lot of the punches that he would have landed back in his prime would have yeah. hurt Canelo a lot more. Oh yeah, but I I think he's just going on the back end of his career. So I just don't want to see that fight. It reminds me too much. Not even reminds me of the Mayweather Pacquiao because they was both kind of out of their prime. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much putting somebody in their prime so against somebody. Takayama. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's how it would be is uh, Takayama and Soto 2.0. Um, and I don't, I don't really want to see that. I want to see him fight like actual contenders now. Yeah. And obviously he's fighting Cable Plant. Or not Cable Plant. No, um, yeah, Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant. That's what Sorry. he wants next. That's what he's calling out. We don't know if Caleb's going to run or anything like that. We don't know how it'll be if there's like some mandatory they're going to yeah, make Yeah, so, so we'll see what happens with that because obviously he wants to unify the championship belts in his weight class, yeah. 168, I believe. Yeah. Um. So I, I, that's the only reason why he's calling him out. He's not calling him out because he's one of the greatest fighters out there that he could fight. He just want to unify these belts. And then after that, I believe he's going to start fighting people that – people want to see um and 
I'm feeling a little bad for <laughs> Plant because yeah. I don't want to be the guy holding this belt and then Canelo lays out Saunders like that and he's like, oh well, now he's coming for me. This is a, <laughs> but I know I know he's not gonna ever say that publicly because you're a fighter, so you're not gonna be worried about. It. You're gonna say all the good stuff. Yeah. You'll be like, I'm gonna let my manager do the negotiation and stuff like that. So. Obviously, he's not going to say that. It's going to seem like he wants this fight. But we'll see what happens if he takes the fight and how he comes in. Because Kyle Smith was saying all the good stuff. But then when the fight started, like, you could tell he didn't want to be in this fight. Yeah, no. It's, it's, I, like, I, I think once you get in the ring with him, you're like, oh, he's smaller than me. I think I got a chance. And then they, all of a sudden he starts moving. He's like, Floyd, you don't, you don't hit him. He's dodging, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think... And then once you start getting hit with them, because he he, so Canelo's a counter puncher. That's that's pretty much his bread and butter. Um, and when you feel those heavy counters, like that's when you're like, oh oh, this is this is a fight fight now. Yeah, okay, the, the hooks <laughs> to the body. Yeah, oh, boy, just nasty. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. That um, being said, only guy to viciously go for the body the entire night. Was Canelo mm-hmm. like? I think people need to start realizing that that's a big weapon they need to use more. Yeah, it, it so it it brings people's gloves down. Yeah. So when you're when you're fighting and you're hitting them in the head, obviously they're just gonna have their hands up the right. whole time, and like they're they're not worried about anything else. So they're just gonna block it and then do counters, maybe do jabs and stuff like that. But you gotta you gotta put the body in there because once you once you start hitting the body, yeah, at the beginning it's not gonna affect much, but they're gonna start feeling it. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. when they start feeling it, those hands are gonna start coming down, and then you can start comboing it up or mixing it up, doing so a couple bodies, a couple headshots. Yeah, faint, faint, fake for the body, go to the head. Yeah. So it it's it's just a total about. Yeah, it's just a it's just a game that you're supposed to be playing with the opponent. And a lot of these guys, I think they're just, like I said yesterday, we talked about it. I think they're scared that if they go for the body, they're opened up for a counter or something like that. By and, way, I finally remember who, what guy was talking about yesterday. The heavyweight guy was talking about Klitschko. Is <laughs> that? Like, just now, Kim. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's so random. Yeah, this yeah. is nothing to do with the podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. It went out of your mind that... that Klitschko like as soon as you said it, I was thinking I was the guy that's getting chased by uh by Breed. Let's go, champ. <laughs> but yeah, the I think the the body shots are essential in boxing. I think, and you could tell the difference between uh, elite boxers and just people coming up in the sport is that elite boxers take advantage of those open open shots that oh, they yeah. get on them. Just um, the feints in general that they make you fight on. Like they were saying in the last round, like like Billy Joe Saunders biting on every feint, like yeah, he just couldn't get away, and he just would see it coming. Like he does that like weird like double, you know, mm-hmm. and you're just like, why did he what? And that's know. pretty much how the uppercut got him. Is that he started to, and you could see Canelo look at him the whole time, and he knew he was gonna hit him with this uppercut. So <laughs> it's just a it's just a mind game when you're in that ring, and if you don't have everything at your disposal you're kind of limiting yourself you know it's it's just like all right you're just doing the heads you're limiting yourself because now they understand what you're going to do and you're not tricking them into anything so it's just a problem and i believe that a lot of these young fighters should be doing this because it it only helps you out it helps you get 
better in the long run, especially if you want to get in these championship fights. But I don't know how they're going to go about this. Maybe plant. I I know they're talking about some or some. Was it legendary boxers want to see Benav- Benavidez uh, fight? But I don't see that happening just yet. I think he's he's going twelve and zero right now. Oh yeah, um, okay. So he's a nice young boxer. I actually like him. I've seen some of his highlights. I've never seen any of his fights yet. I think I'm gonna start watching him. But uh, I I don't know if he's ready for this kind of fight. No, I don't think he would be. He only has twelve fights, unless he has a ton of amateur fights. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. But after. After all of this, after the fight, I want to look up his name unless you know oh, yeah. his name. Oh, yeah. No, I just, that's what I just did. So uh, so afterwards, there's a press conference going on. And in that press conference, they have all these guys. And then this guy, Demetrius Andre, yep. comes in. And he's a fighter. You see him out there. Actually, he's wearing a T-shirt that's like Billy Joe Saunders and, and Canelo, Canelo. Don't, don't want this fight, basically, or something. And you, they show him twice on the screen, which I didn't like. Because they had, like, Z- Ezekiel Elliott out there. They had all these... Celebrities who are actually celebrities for being like something awesome, like yeah, is a good example. Is I one of the guys I saw that I remember was Zeke. They didn't even mention him. I'm mm-hmm. the one who just pointed out, hey, look, there's. Hey, and if you don't even if you don't even know who Zeke is, he's a Cowboys running back. Yeah, and so. they're at the Cowboys Stadium, so you would picture them highlighting yeah. their star <laughs> running back at their freaking stadium. Yeah, they and they, they, they highlighted they Jerry Jones, so yeah. why not? They're their most paid player on that team. Yeah, well, not anymore because Dak, Dak just got, got paid, paid. But uh, he was the highest paid player on that team for a little bit. Yeah, and he's a beast. Yeah, I mean, and I hate the Cowboys, but he's good. But uh, back to so oh, this boy. guy walks into the ring and he, he's having Canelo's having a thing and saying, and he asks like, why won't you fight him? Basically, and then Canelo proceeds to make fun of him. He says, "You fight nobody." Yeah, he tells him, and he goes, "What?" And the guy gets all upset. He's like, no, you just don't fight anybody. He's like, why, why would I fight you if you haven't beat anybody who's worth it? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, oh, you're scared. And then he's just like, you're a horrible fighter. Yeah. That was the, that's the most confrontational I've ever seen Canelo. Yeah, and he told him to get the fuck out of here. Pretty yeah. much is what he was kept on repeating, and his dad got all upset, I, which I don't understand. So <clears throat> his dad could be a fighter. You know, he could yeah. have been something good. But at this time in your life, like, do you really think you could just step up to a prime Canelo or anybody in their prime, not just Canelo, and step up to him? Like, he was going at him like he was going to actually yeah, do he, something. It was weird. He, I and think he was just trying to get the fans in it. Yep. Get it hyped up, which is just weird. So he wanted him out of here, and obviously Canelo was just saying, you know, just get out of here. Yeah, dude, he and, was just like, you're a horrible like, box. Yeah, you're boring, and he said that you're just like for a payday, and – if you're if you're a fan like a fan fan, it does feel that way. Yeah. If, this guy hasn't really made any. He's a champion in his in his weight class, but like how how it seems is that he hasn't faced anybody real. Yeah, and nobody on the Canelo. I level. think he's not trying to put his due in yep. to get those bigger fights. He's just trying to jump up there, and yeah. that's what that's why it feels like more of a payday for him. Like than anything else because it's easy to just say hey why don't you come try me then you know actually putting in the work in to get these opportunities get the fight. yeah go fight somebody like go beat what we should do is try to go beat dude who goes that he just called out plant yeah instead of trying to go for him go for plant try to try to do that and he can actually which which is weird is that 
he said Billy Joe Saunders. So obviously he was going to go after whoever won, won this fight. So that's all that tells me. And that tells me that he's just looking for a payday. He's, he's a not bum. really looking for yep. the fights for these I people. I agree with that. So if Canelo would have lost, he would have never went to his press conference and told him anything because he would be, he would be yeah. And saying, Hey, I like you and we should get this going. And it's just, it's just a bad way to do it. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, just put in your time and then you'll get your shot if yeah. you're worthy of those shots. And plus I, that's not a, I, I don't believe that's a fight that any Canelo fan or any boxing fan wants to see. Yeah, there's other fights out there. There's way bigger fights that everyone's waiting for. Yeah. yeah. And at some point, Canelo's going to be running out of time in his prime. And he did say what you said is that he, he's doing five years. Yeah, he said he's got about five years left to fight. So 35, you know, that's about roughly when he's going to quit. So we got five more years. That's probably maybe six to seven more or, yeah no yeah yeah six seven because i think he does two fights a year yes so roughly like eight nine fights in the next yeah and why waste one of them fights on, on a bum. guy yeah the guy that nobody really cares about and that, he might be better than we know i didn't look into he it he could be he could be better but how how it it's seems, disrespectful man yeah he, like to come in his into his press conference after he just won a major fight that people actually mm-hmm. thought he had a chance to lose like, how would you feel, man, if he just won your fight? Yeah. And he actually said in the pref because Cano's like, who did you fight? And then he was like, who have you fought? And it's like, all right, guy, like, we've what? seen who he fought. Like, you can't tell oh, us. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Um, but, Floyd Mayweather. yeah, it's just uh, one of the things where it's a guy that's just trying to jump over hurdles that he shouldn't be jumping. That over guy should yet. go fight Triple G. Yeah, he should, he should be fighting other people. And I don't even think he's why don't you try to get titles from the people in your weight class? Cause I do believe he's got the WBC and WBO. In what weight class? What I think it's middleweight. Um, so why not, why going after, why go after Canelo and in, instead of like the champions in your weight class, which doesn't make sense to me. And that's why it even more points towards, I want a payday more than I want my own legacy. And I believe Canelo is going towards more legacy than money right now because he's started to pick fights that people actually want to see. And he's 30, you know. Yeah. He has three two weight classes. He's a uh, yeah, he's a world champion in two weight classes, a multi-world champion in two including WBO middleweight title since 2008 and previously the WBA and WBO lightweight, light middleweight titles between 2013 and 17. Oh, okay. So he has only one title right now. Uh, yeah, because he probably vacated those when he went up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you only got one title. I think, was there five? Five or six in weight classes? It just depends on, yeah, I think it's just whatever. Because there's the WBO, WBA... It's just like all those different boxing organizations. Yeah. I don't know. I think there is five now. I don't know. One of them is bogus. No one even cares about it. Who cares? Yeah, basically, like he could. I want to know who's heard of him <laughs> yeah, to he's... where, like, you're like, he's one of the big fights that you want to see. Yeah, no, I don't because think yet. Maybe... I've, I, I've heard of him, and I've only heard of him because of he's been going to Canelo's. He, is he doing it for a few times? Yeah, because uh, he did it for Colin Smith as well. Because he was commentary for some reason in that in hmm. that fight. 
um, after that fight. So after each fight, the commentaries would come in and talk about the fight and stuff. Oh, okay. And he basically said is that he's not Colin Smith. He would go attack him and stuff. So, you know, he's just, he's been trying to, trying to get this fight for a while, um, which I just don't understand. Like it, you're so many. There's so many champions in your own weight class. Why? Why don't you go after them? It's the thing I didn't like that Stipe did in the UFC is he just when he lost his fight, he just sat there and basically like, I want the next fight. I get the next fight until he got the next fight, which is dumb. Go fight your way, earn your chance. Like you would make everybody else earn their shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a reason why these champions get to pick their fighters because they put in the time, and yes, obviously sir. the big time champions and. When you become a big time champion, you can't just go around fighting anybody like you could in your amateur or lower in the class, trying to go up in in rank. So like you can't just do that to your fans. And right now, I don't think anybody wants to see this fight. Um, I think they rather the only people that would probably want to see this is to shut him up. And I don't I just don't think it's good for Canelo. I think he needs if he loses this fight, like he takes a bigger legacy hit. Than if he lost to somebody that is worth fighting. Yeah, and oh, I agree. There's I, a possibility that he could lose. It's it's pretty much just like the Joshua versus Ruiz. He Joshua would have took a hit in his legacy if he lost to like let's say Fury, but because he lost to Ruiz, it was just a bigger bigger legacy. He hit. had to win the fight back for it to be matter. Until mm-hmm. I don't see him as much. Yeah, since then. Yeah, ever since then he hasn't been that great. So if if he takes this fight, it's just not going to be that great. And if he if he slaughters them, like it's something that people expected, and it's just like, all right, well, he did what he was supposed to do. So it's it's no gain to Canelo. Like, there's no reason to take this fight. Oh, I, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Canelo is basically the A side and everything. And if he's gonna, it doesn't give him legacy bonus. It doesn't do anything for him. So it's like a it's a double win for Andre because if he does even or yeah, uh, Andre, it's a double win for him because even if he doesn't. Say he does decent. Say he lasts till the eighth round and gets knocked out. He still looks good. Yeah. You know, he gets paid a bunch of money. He gets to say he fought Canelo. What does Canelo get from fighting Andre? He gets, uh, I don't care. He gets yeah. to shut up a loud mouth. I don't think Canelo cares. And then if he takes this fight, like, what makes you think that this won't put other people in there? Yeah. Like, he gets to do after, the same thing. yeah, you know, it's just like, all right, well, obviously we, you could get him to fight you and get this payday if, uh, we just, call him out after press conference yeah and it's no, just a big cycle so i agree with that yeah you pretty much you can't just let some dude come in and bully you around your own area yeah and it was nice i just the guy i found him really disrespectful for what he did mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. it reminds me of the rocky rocky what two where uh mr t was yep yeah, exactly <laughs> he basically mr t'd out <laughs> but all in all that fight was or the fight night was pretty awesome yeah uh, some fights were eh, but then um Definitely the one before the main card was really good. The Soto for Takayama. Uh, I actually appreciate Takayama. Yep. If you ever hear this, yo, you solid, bro. Yeah, you're you the man. Solid. <laughs> um, and then obviously I, I appreciate Billy Joe as well. He was solid. He he went out. He didn't just hide in corners and take hits. He actually tried to fight, and I appreciate that as well. So Yep. Anything and anything else you got on that? Or are we about to just jump right back into I bought a Canelo hat yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Canelo's symbol is awesome compared uh, to the other dudes. Yeah, name. man. I don't even know what was the is a flower or yeah, I don't know what his was. It was like a circle with all these things, and I couldn't tell you what it was. I could never see the whole thing. It was always half. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so then now we're going to go back to the, the wonderful Top 100 cartoon list that we were going over. What was that cartoon that girl said yesterday? So it ain't going to be on here. Oh, I can't remember. Whatever it was. Whatever it was is not Top 100 because it's ass. It's an <laughs> ass cartoon. She said that she's one of the best cartoons ever. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to this great. You know, IGN and... Whatever those other places. Digital Dreamscape or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just so, Digital Dream Door. Do you want to start or me? Uh, Let me have you start. Okay. All right. All right, so let's start with my list. And number 39 on my list is fantastic. One of my favorite shows ever made... It is Avatar, The Last Airbender. What a Solid. choice. I absolutely love this show. And this show came out when I was probably shouldn't have been watching cartoons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still watch that. I didn't care. I was like, this is awesome. It's like the first, like, to me, which really felt like an American adaptation of anime. Um, there's other things you could say. Samurai Jack was that, too. But this one was the one for me that was really like, let's take the anime style and make it an American TV show. Mm-hmm. And it was great for me. I watched it all the time i remember like waiting like the year in between each book and then like the books started having like two seasons per book it felt like yeah and it was just uh it was uh also i'm i started re-watching it like a couple months ago i'm i'm where uh what's his name uh his little not momo uh, Appa gets taken. Appa, yeah, I'm at that point. So the desert, but yeah. The, or, 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 no, he's in. Uh, they're in the city now, so they're trying to find him. And I Bossing think, say? yeah. Oh, when they go back, because yeah. okay. he's uh, trapped in some kind of hole in there. Um, and I believe I'm like maybe an episode away where they find him again. But okay. yeah, I'm I'm at that point where he gets captured, which is sad because they start showing dreams with the uh, Ang and him as. When he Kids. was a baby, yeah. yeah. So you know, adorable little 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 thing. So you know, it was it was pretty sad. That's but, such a great show. All right. Yeah, it's a really good show. So that one we can quite a bit on because it's one of my favorites. So that one's gonna be in my top twenty for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably be in my top thirty, maybe a little higher. Actually, it will be a little higher mm-hmm. than this just because of that. Also, it, it branched off of if you don't know, it branched off a spinoff. Yep. So Cora. Yeah, Cora was, and it was pretty good. Like, is it better than uh? This no. one, no, obviously not. It's hard to uh, re-up or up a first one. Yeah, first it's, it's going to be tough to, to basically, um, to, um, how do you explain this? To be better than such a great show that already came out. It's tough to top something as a sequel. Yeah. and uh, But they did a solid job. They did yep. they did what they could. Um. So then we got after that, we got Speed Racer. Did you watch it? I watched a little bit as a kid, but it is a little before my time. Um, I did enjoy it. The movie was uh, weirdly terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, for me, as it being a car show and being like the first car show, I'm going to, I would say I would keep, I don't know enough about it. So I'm not really for sure going to keep Speed Racer. If they did a new adaptation, maybe I would enjoy it more. Maybe. It was also like an anime, which yeah. is kind of weird. Um, it was, uh, yeah, and I'm not keeping it in mind. I wasn't really, I watched it, I believe, one time, and I just, I don't know, I wasn't a fan of the racing stuff, so. Yeah, never made sense. It seemed like they were, I never understood if it was a new race every episode, or if it's just the same race that never ended. Yeah. Um, the next one for me is one we've already covered before, which is Powerpuff Girls, mm-hmm. so we can just kind of skip over that. Yeah. I think we also covered this one, yeah, we too. Did. Johnny Quest, which I happen to love. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we covered this one too. Next one for here, which on 30, so Johnny Quest was 36, 35, Super Friends. And again, mm-hmm. this was the cheesy version of the Justice League from like the 60s. Yeah, I do believe this is the one I said that I was taking out. Yes, I am taking it out as well. Um, yeah. After that, now here's one of my favorite shows too. Of this style of show, probably my second favorite. And that's Futurama. I love this show. I love Futurama more than like Simpsons. I love Futurama more than our like Family Guy. I liked it more than I liked American Dad. I like yeah. it more than Bob's Burgers. So for me, this one goes up pretty high on this list of these. And actually, I'd probably say it's probably going to sit right where it's at. 34. I, I thought we talked about this, but I don't think we did. Um, and we actually talked about this before. I'm not I'm not a real fan of Futurama. I know. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe we talked about it off air. Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't on this list, but I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, obviously, it's real big because it has memes and stuff like that. Uh, I just, I, I just couldn't really get into the characters. Um, they was okay, I guess, uh, but it just wasn't for me. So. No, I get that completely. All right, now we're on to you, sir. Okay, okay. Let's see. I do believe we are. We are talking about this a mile. Yeah, I believe we talked about this one. So thirty nine is Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I do believe we did talk about this. So this is obviously staying on both of our lists. I believe. Yeah, it was great. I love that show. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So (laughs) so number thirty eight. It was already done. Okay, number thirty eight is uh, let's call it a haymaker of a show. So. 38 is Naruto. A little low for me. Yeah, way too low for me. Uh, so I think I would put it in maybe the middle, maybe 15, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, but Naruto. Naruto is real solid. One of the, what, key anime shows in America that people love. Like, I think it's one of the most popular anime Wait, American shows. Let me just read how they describe this. It says, it's a Japanese version of Harry Potter. What? Uh, what? <laughs> yo, what? yo, IGN, what you doing over here, man? Delete that line. So, all right. So they say that, but then the next time it's based on old favorites, favorite ninjas. So, since when does Harry Potter have ninjas? I guess what they're trying to say is like a classroom based show, but I don't see how this was anything at all like Harry Potter. Um, but Naruto is one of my favorite shows. It uh. So when I was in high school, I bought this show. So this was in like 2000. So I bought it my fresh sophomore year, 2006. I bought this show, the entire completed series. At that time, there were about 10 episodes in English. Uh, so I was the Nostradamus of my school because I knew what was going to happen. I had all of Sh- the Naruto first before Shippuden in Japanese copies that I brought from Japan. My cousin still has them, so I'll bring them out to show you these. Mm. Um, did this smell like the cheapest plastic ever made? <laughs> like they are so janky. I bought them from this kid that I uh, was like this really nerdy kid at my school, and um, I was just telling him how obsessed I was with Naruto, and he's like, "I can get you the entire. I have the whole entire series. You, you can buy it off me for like thirty bucks." So mm-hmm. I like went and mowed lawns for a week and bought the whole series. So I'd literally go in, and it'd be like during the tuning exams, I'm just like. Or Jamar's about to wreck shop, bruh. yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden, there he is, dude. And they're like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> so it was uh, Naruto is one of my favorite shows. Actually, as a matter of fact, 
June 11th, I'm getting a pain from Naruto Tattoo. Yeah, I was getting ready to bring that up too yeah. because uh, you're bringing that up. Uh, obviously, you like uh, Destroyer, Destroyer of Worlds. Obviously, I don't know what's the matter with you getting villains that that be liking to kill people like this. You know, as a you're 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 a weird guy, man. He took out the who else took out the Leaf Village? No one. <laughs> but um, well, so this is just. One of those solid, solid shows for anybody, yep. uh, anybody getting into it, and then people that have seen it and go back to rewatch it. I think this was it came out about the same time as Bleach, huh? Or was Bleach uh, no, a little it was older? Bleach, about like two years before Bleach. So just anime wise, I don't know if the actual yeah, I know Bleach is part of that big three from that Naruto generation. Yeah. So it was like Bleach, Naruto, One Piece. They were like all came out around the same time and then carried. Shonen Jump, they would have like Eye Shield on there, and they'd have all these other smaller shows they would attempt. But because I don't know if you ever got Shonen, Shonen Jump booklets back in the day, no, I didn't. So it'd be like so back in the day, Shonen Jump would come out once a month in America. I think it comes out once a week in Japan, and it's one chapter. So it's one chapter of Dragon Ball Z, one chapter of Naruto, mm-hmm. one chapter of One Piece. One chapter of Shaman King, mm-hmm. one chapter of Yu Yu Hakusho, kind of feel. Oh, speaking of, uh, just uh. Just to get this off, I think Shaman King is um, releasing soon. Oh, I'm excited! So, I love that. So show. I'm pretty excited about that coming out. I just wanted to get that out there real quick. You know? I wonder if where if you can find the old Shaman King like to rewatch. It. I I don't. I have not seen where you could rewatch it. I imagine they're going to actually put it out there because obviously, why wouldn't you? If if a new I don't know if they're rebooting it or if they're like going off of how it ended. I believe it's how how it ended. It's going off that you're not starting it over. I don't think so, but I have to double check that. I'll get back to you next you week. Where the samurai name was from that? No, I don't. I can't. Either. The the his little power Start dude. With an a, I know that. Yeah, that I don't know his power dude, but he's he's like really cool in that. And I how I seen the trailer to Shaman King and how it got redesigned. I really like it. So yeah, it's pretty solid. I'm but, excited. Uh, Naruto kind of, kind of brings in the whole era of demon inside of, and I really like that because he has obviously yeah, like a main character thoughts. with like a problem. Like yeah. the main character is a main character because of some, like either a creature inside, uh, a destiny that's meant to be evil. Mm-hmm. It like almost spurred this new, and this is why I'm confused as to how it's. Harry Potter esque because I guess you can see that Harry Potter has like Voldemort in him, kind of. So maybe that's why they're saying that. Maybe uh, they're right. Yeah, maybe I'm not gonna buy it, but no. you know, it's uh, definitely different. I'm not gonna compare it to Harry Potter, but um, it's similar to what Nar or Bleach because Bleach have that kind of inner thing with his uh, Bakugo um, because of uh, his Bakugo? sword. His Bankai. Yeah, it's Bankai. That's what I meant. Uh-huh. Um, his sword is is uh, his his inner person that basically helps him train. This is kind of different. It reminds me more of uh jujitsu uh, because it is a bad person inside a good person. So yeah. nine tailed Fox is a like actual villain. Oh, you don't know. Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go. Here's like a little bit of a spoiler. There's something going on with EGO that does. You don't know. Okay. And so, you have to kind of wait to see, but oh, so I gotta keep going, huh? You you can't because you they don't they haven't even they this don't isn't even in the okay, anime. So... it's only on the manga. So if you haven't read the entire series, 
you wouldn't be able to know this. So there, how Bleach kind of went down is it started to fade. Like it became less popular and less popular. And the reason really was is like, and I have this problem with a lot of shows. You can't make the ultimate power. Like, see, Dragon Ball Z never said that Super Saiyan was the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bleach stated that Bankai was the most powerful thing. Thus, when Bankai gets overpassed and then you make the hollow vacation mm-hmm. and then after that you make like some other power out of that i can't remember what it was it was those uh i hate what they're called like um can't remember what they were called i actually don't know what they're called because yeah. i'm halfway through um bleach right now so i'm not all the way caught up okay um, yeah. and i'm trying to catch up before because the new season they're gonna be coming out i believe this year right or next I, year? I don't know when they're coming out anymore i heard about it and so if they do finish the season That'd be awesome. So they they ended right before like the big the Great War, mm-hmm. and so they had this huge war that needs to happen, and it's gonna be awesome. But it basically how Bleach ended is they basically started to lose. So Bleach was told like that they had six episodes left or chapters left to finish the series mm-hmm. when they when the guy wanted like thirty more. So and, that's yeah. what kind of what happened there, and so and then, it should be coming back for them to basically finish it off. I so. hope so. So we'll see what happens with that, but. I just like the whole demon inside of a good person and that in their own inner battle kind of thing. I think that's really cool. Uh, really cool design on how they do those kind of things. So, yeah. And it it really shows even with Jujutsu Kaisen because that is similar to yep. how it, he's it, having an inner it, battle. You can see himself. how it, it, it um, um, how do I say this? influenced later generations of anime. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's going higher to me. And yep. obviously higher for you. It's probably in my top 10. Uh, the next one, 37. Uh, I, did we, we did talk it. about this already? Yes, yeah, we did. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. This was a talk show-esque uh, thing that made fun of like Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And mm-hmm. they kind of did like a, a late night TV show for cartoons. All right. Number 36. Uh, maybe it'll be in the 90s. I don't know. I did. I watched a couple episodes of this, but not not anything crazy. Superman, the animated series. Uh, was you a fan? Mm, it was okay. It was for me. It because of Batman being so good, this kind of fell by the wayside to me because it wasn't as good. Like the one thing I did not, and I have always had this issue with shows, is like do making a character sometimes really strong and sometimes really not. Sometimes it would be hard for Superman to pick up a bus, and sometimes he'd throw a bus. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was really prevalent in that show. Yeah. So it really did bother me a little bit. So top 100? Or... No, it won't even make it okay. for me. Uh, 35, we talked about already. It's a little little higher than um, the last, the dream door. Um, yep. So it's uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Woo! You know, just a little bit higher, but well, I'm it's st- at least it's still in the top 100 because it, it really was a solid, solid show. Uh, 34, I don't think I've seen this one. Robotech. Um, so Robotech I do know about. Um. I did not watch much of it, but it's basically more like a space opera. So it's more like a um, a political-esque anime show about, like, um, mechs. Mm. I actually read, like, a book on this instead of actually watching the show. So I can't say I would like the so show you, or not. Do you like it? No. I mean, I never watched the show. I read the book. I read the book. Better. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, we talked about this already. I still don't understand why it's even on. i'm just a bill I'm, and i'm sitting here on capitol hill 
It's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, so it's uh, number 33 is Schoolhouse Rock. Why it's on this list? Maybe because it was a prime thing in all schools. So maybe they're like, oh, well, it's getting attention because uh, it's getting played. Oh, you went too far. You're on 33. You're supposed to stop yeah. 34. That's what. Uh, that's oh, it's just finishing. I get down to uh, down to 30. Yep. So uh, number 32, I've never seen this either. either uh, Liquid Television. Um, if you've seen it, my nope. bad. Um, yeah, it's out. Also, 31. I, I Muppet maybe, Babies. Maybe I've seen a couple, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Muppet yeah. Babies. Muppet Babies wasn't for me as much. It was a little bit... Uh, kitty? Kitty, but I... Cause it, see, it says right here, this is 84 to 90. Um, so, realistically speaking, if I would have seen it, it would have been like at like 4 and 5. So, I probably would have very much enjoyed it. Uh, after that, I did not... I don't remember seeing this very much. Yeah. So And to, be, to put this in... Uh, I want to say perspective again. Like I wasn't even fan of the Muppets when it just wasn't my style when I was younger. Yep. Um, I feel that. So me getting into this is going to be hard to do. Yep. So it's just one of them things. You don't like the, the, the what's called the source material. Yeah. You know, Muppet Babies could have been great, and it's just not in my top one hundred because it wasn't anything big for my childhood. So <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Well, I know I've heard of it, but like uh, actually, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get yelled at by Amanda for this. Because Muppet Babies, I think she really enjoys. And like I said, it's one of those ones that it was just before my time. And yeah, I'm also like you. I do not like the Muppets at all. Mm-hmm. I like like one Muppets movie, like the piratey one. And that yeah. was it. it was just because I was a kid. But yeah, and that's that's just the issue I had with this. So it's just, mm-hmm. And plus, it was at a time where I was watching Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it kind of just... hard to match that. Uh, number 30, uh, The Spectacular Spider-Man. I actually like this one. From 2008? Yeah. This is a new show. I didn't know this says it's going on presently. I don't I didn't know it was going on presently. But I do believe I seen this in high school. I really I think it was a uh, not be- actually you know what? It wasn't a better version of um the older one. But it's still solid. I think um the design of it is uh better than what you expect. So if you want to watch a couple episodes just to see how it looks, I think it was pretty good. Okay, I just never, I didn't see this one at all. This is a little bit past my time for these shows. Uh, so I can't, I have anything to say on this particular version of Spider-Man okay. for 30. All right. Get back to your list. Yep, back to my list. Let's see, and so we're at 34 we did, so 33. Um, this one was a great, you know, everyone had the toys, but I don't know how many people actually watched the cartoon, which is G.I. Joe. Now, I don't know what you, I think there was two versions of the G.I. Joe show. Yeah, and it also came out with a movie. Yeah, they did come out with a movie. I remember those. Uh, but there was G.I. Joe from the, like the 70s and 60s, mm-hmm. I want to say. I think that's the one I've seen. And then there was a G.I. Joe that came out on like Fox Box in the morning where then they made the, um, uh, what's the Snake Eyes way cooler. And there was like all these like, He's more like anime-influenced version that came out. So if it's that one, I would put it on my list. I actually enjoyed it. The older one, I did not watch enough of it to know. Mm. I maybe saw two episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it on my list because I think it is playing off of the one that was shown on that block. So I'll put it on that list just because the design of it was really good. Yeah, I really did enjoy that. So. Um, The next one for me, 32, a Mighty Mouse. Was this just a skit? I didn't know that this was an I actual... I thought it was like a 15-minute cartoon each time. I happen to love Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I love I, Mighty Mouse. Mine does well. not have to do with... Because the show. The show is fun, but it was my dad's favorite show. 
So for me, for cartoons, so Mighty Mouse for me has got to be in the top 30. Because it always reminds me of my dad. Yeah. I would um, probably put in the 50s for me. Yeah, it's great, Joe. It's a fun little superhero version of uh, Tom, basically. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> uh, and he just went around and did a little... Like, for... Oh, you mean Jerry. Oh, Jerry, sorry. Yes. Tom's the cat. I apologize. I was in a hurry. <laughs> oh, the next one here. I don't know I, if we already covered this I yet. I think we have. On uh, your list? Yeah, let me check. Uh, but you go ahead and say it. Uh, it is 31 is going to be for Rugrats, one of my favorites. Come on now. You, you didn't picture yourself as Tom, I mean, as, as Tommy, Chucky, Dylan, Lil. Like, what were you doing? Yeah, I'm. Uh, actually, I was actually Chucky. Uh, oh, I, I was, I was, a, I was a little scared little kid, you know. So not me, dude. I was <laughs> fearless. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. So I don't think we covered it. Sweet. Oh sweet. yeah, we did. So okay, it was ninety two. So we did cover it. What? It was ninety two. Yeah, that I, is insane. Well, I think that's what we was talking about. That was blasphemy. Yeah. So that one takes the L for that. Yeah. Yeah. Rugrats is not ninety two. Thirty one is about where I would have it. Honestly. Actually, yeah, it's pretty accurate on where it's at right now. Oh. I don't know if I had it in the twenties or maybe I did have it in the thirties when we talked about it um last time. But yeah, it's uh, one of them shows that. I don't understand With why. Grandpa Sleeman, you know, Reptar, the movies were good. Oh, man. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Especially, uh, maybe it's a lot, a lot higher for us because we grew up in that time where it was prevalent. Yeah. And so, speaking of that time, this is show that I'm about to talk about next is something that really depends on your time mm-hmm. because there are multiple different versions of these shows and it just depends on which one you want. So, which I'm going to say, hey, Transformers. I, I think I have it on my list, depending on what, which one. Yeah, we're talking about. I was the dinos. Yeah, that was mine. That was the um, one that was. Was where, I the dino? You remember, like when they had like uh, when uh, Megatron. Yeah, the, mine. Oh, uh, mine was uh, really wasn't like the dino. It was animals, though. Well, it was kind of dinos because they had like jaguar type ones. Yeah, somebody too. was a gorilla. Yeah, which I think was uh, I think Optimus was a gorilla. So if you're if you're talking the animal one, I think that's the only one I've seen. Yeah, uh, the other ones were too old for yeah, me. So, so oh no, there was an Ultimate Transformers that came out too. Because I remember they had this one. Like, let me see if I can show you. Where like they would bring, uh, he would bring around his trailer. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard because they don't really specify on what Transformers they're talking about. Because there's a couple bad ones too, and I think they remade it as well. But and they also, if you don't know, they made the movies, which they got a little crazy with at the end of it. It was a solid first movie. Second movie was uh, okay, and then they just start to just throw stuff out the window. I still watch them all because it's a good thing to watch. Because I mean, if you want like big explosions and stuff every now and again, Transformers is one of the movies where you can do. Yeah, no, it was one of those ones where if you like the old show, I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to remember the one that I remember. Well, it's kind of hard to even mm-hmm. find it, to be honest. Because this is the one, it was the one where, like, I don't know if you remember, his trailer would be, like, add attachments to him. Yeah. I didn't even know they had the pops. Damn, I need to get that. And what's crazy is that I was never, was Bumblebee ever in the cartoons? I can't even remember him. Bumblebee? Yeah. I He was in the uh, movie from back in the day, the cartoon movie way back in the day. Okay. That I remember him as. What 
So Optimus Prime and the other dude was Double <laughs> Double Deal? No. Who was the Black Optimus Prime? Oh. Uh what is his name? I remember that Um I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. I can't, I can't remember. I'm sorry. I'm wasting time. I was in dead space. So yeah, basically, that was just some character I was looking for. I couldn't remember what his name was. Nemesis Prime. That was what his name was. Ha! I figured it out. It took me a second. Yeah, so I like that one. If you're going to talk about that one or Dinobots, it might make my list, but the original isn't. Basically, what I'm going. I know I kind of went a little long on that, but I had to remember what this dude's name was because he was sweet. <laughs> All right. So after we got to the Transformers, it's on to Carlos. For his final 10. Oh, is it already? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, Speed Racer, we talked about already. 29. Yep. Uh, don't need to even talk about that. No, no. Uh, I don't even know if I even like this show. You don't? Uh, I can't remember. I do remember watching it. Um, but 28, Home Movies. I love this. So Home Movies is made by like Dr. Katz. It's like the same people who did the Dr. Katz stuff. Um, it's got one of my where I found one of my favorite actors, voice actors, Bob Sperger's voice actor. He was the coach in this. Uh, can't remember why I can't remember his name right now, but he was great. Uh, his voice is just so deadpan and awesome. And this show is just one of those weird. It was like what I consider like the first generation, the very first thing I ever saw that was like on Adult Swim. It was kind of quirky and weird. They were like trying to make their own like TV show. It was a cartoon about kids trying to make their own TV show. The yeah. first of that. Yeah, and the main guy was. So pretty, weird. Pretty funny, man. <laughs> but the coach was so good, though. <laughs> uh, so number twenty-seven, <gasps> the the king of the hill, top ten for me. Top ten. Ooh, you were dang. slowly filling out my top ten list. Okay. Uh, I'll probably keep it where it's at. Uh, I watched it because you know I, but I wasn't a fan of like Bobby. So what? Yeah. That boy ain't right. That was his first version. He's a. He's a. He's a crybaby, and I don't really like crybabies. But, and then, um, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, this is solid because of mainly because of the main four uh, yeah. characters in it Hank Hill and stuff. So it's a, it's a solid, solid show. It deserves to be on top 100, obviously, top 10 for you. Yep. Uh, but it's, it was great. It's like, um, kind of like a Simpsons take on like a Midwest town, I would almost want to say, or like a, like a down Texas town where they're like, uh, you know, the kids are basically growing up as like young millennials and the parents are kind of stuck in their ways and they're watching these kids like, you know, not be racist and all this stuff as these guys are trying to cope with their like their standard Texas life being changed by new things in the newer yeah. century. It's a and it's a really an uh, adult ish type of cartoon. Yep. So it, it has better storylines than normal cartoons. Yes, sir. Uh, number 26, I'll kick it out. I didn't really like the show at all. No, um, neither did I. I don't, and the actor that plays the person, I don't, it's one of them high-pitched type of actors that um, get get good reviews because of their high-energy type stuff, and I've never been a fan of that kind of stuff, but it's the critic. Well, yeah, and the thing I didn't like about it, and they say it here, is it kind of has that like Woody Allen vibe, that like, Woody Allen kind of humor, which I hate. Mm. 
uh, 25 staying on the list, Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. Very Solid. good. Another one of those long-running uh, Adult Swim TV shows that's, like, great. It takes little cartoons, and they make dumb skits out of, like, claymation style. Yeah. They made it fun. It's uh, kind of like, if you would, the Chappelle show, just in this cartoonish type thing. They just take clips, and it makes up the whole show. They basically did what I want to do with my action figures as a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 24, staying on the list. Obviously, I believe we talked about this already. Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yes, this stays on the list for me, too. Um, this is great. Come on now. Who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? Every rendition of Scooby-Doo has pretty much been good. The movies nowadays are cheesy and lame, but yeah. like the show nowadays. They have... Um, so the new movie that came out is like... What's that? It's like those Dr. Seuss movies that are coming out, kind of like... The, the new what's like name the new the Grinch oh. now, how it looks from the Grinch is pretty much how the design looks on this new Scooby Doo movie it just doesn't look that good and no it, it wasn't that good of a movie either it they was kind of like Scooby Talk which I didn't yeah. like I like that he could say a couple words here and there but like oh and like oh shag but yeah. like when he's he's saying like full sentences and it ruined it for me kind of threw it out um and and the whole story behind it was kind of weird as well so yeah but hey man what can you do. But uh, overall, the actual uh, cartoon solid. I, I keep it in my top 100, obviously. So let's go to number 23. And we talked about this, obviously. So depends go. on what Transformers. Uh, the yep. 23 is Transformers. So they did the old one, which I would not have my yeah. list. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, I didn't even know this was a cartoon. Oh, 20, I 22, the real Ghostbusters. Yep, I do remember this cartoon. Did you like it? No. <laughs> I do remember it, though. Yeah. Uh, it was like the only cool part about it to me was Slimer. The car was pretty cool. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember it then. Um, but if I was to say if this made it like the if this was top movies, I'd put Ghostbusters in the top 100. Yeah, but if not it was it. the movie, but the cartoon, I'm go ahead and kick out. Uh, 21 Star Wars Clone Wars. The 2003 version. I don't think I've ever seen this one. Okay, so these older Star Wars Clone Wars, they were like, I remember the very first clip being so awesome. So there were these tiny shorts. But then it changed to like an all CGI version of the Clone Wars later on. But these cartoon ones, they were very, uh, it was two seasons, I think, if I remember correctly. And they were like each 15 minute long little adventures that came out, like hmm. uh, in between the second. Star Wars movie that came out of the prequels and the oh between the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, they kind of like filled in what you were missing when mm -hmm. you waited for that movie to come out. So you got to see what like what was happening on those planets and like how they were using the clones to fight the war kind of deal. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Well, I'll keep it out of my top one hundred because I'd never seen it. See that one, it might be in like the top ninety nine and stuff. Okay, it might it might fill in that back area. You know what? Number 20, I think I might actually keep yep, in my top 100. Justice League Unlimited. I actually watched this one, and yep. it was pretty good. Um, it was one of them better than the Justice League what, or the Super Friends. Yep, uh, a lot better than that. It was, it was uh, more, I, I want to say storyline-based, but the them fighting villains was better than how it was in Super Friends, so I'll keep this. I it might be a little high for me. It'll probably be in the forties, maybe for me. Yeah, but no, it would be way at like it'd be in the eighties or something. Okay. But I did like it because they take each villain, 
and like different universes and stuff and make them fight yeah so uh, it was it was a really good show i i i really liked it i think they did a really good job for just like a lot better than how the action the live action movies are doing right now. yeah so for sure i agree there so, all right that's it for my top one yeah so we're just gonna finish it off for your list yep and let's see how much time we got left we got a little bit of time left so we might be able to do it i might be able to finish mine <laughs> okay let's see so we're gonna stay here right at number 29 now this one for me i remember the show i did not watch it it was too before my time my uncle references it it's pink panther yeah it's, i believe we talked about this too yeah it's not on my list it's just too old and it is on my list because i i liked it I liked it a lot because okay. I, you know, well, what's kind of weird is that I've watched it, but it was like clips of it. Okay, it wasn't like it was full thirty-minute episodes. It was like clips that it showed up every now and again on those Saturday uh, mornings. Okay. So just kind of to fill in an episode, yeah, or something. That that is one we just covered, King of the Hill, number two. Come on, this is a great. Oh. Ah, look at this. Alvin and the Chipmunks. We already did talk about yeah. this. This one is high. It's weird that this one is higher on this. On yeah. Digital Dream Door. But uh, obviously I said I was going to keep it on my list when we talked about it. And you said no. you hate Alvin and yep. his awesome voice. So I I, you know, it is what it is. We'll just go on to the next because you're a savage The next person. one here is Pokemon. Now, this is more, it's like right around probably where I, eh, I might put Pokemon way higher up than this actually. It might be up in like the 50s for me. Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon is a TV show that enjoys a lot of people enjoy. It's a lot of people's first anime in a sense. I'm sure a, like Carlos has is way more fond of this show than me. I did like it, but at the time I thought there were just better shows on, so it doesn't make it that high. Yeah, and I'm a little upset with you because I do believe you made it higher now than yeah, what you had it last time. I think you had it in the top 40. Now it's top 50. Like I, I'm just tired of your disrespect to Pokemon. All right, man. I'm just tired of the I disrespect. About you're, Avatar you're, you're the game Powerful guy. <laughs> yeah, and I believe I had mine in the top five uh, Pokemon. Oh, so. oh, damn, you're up there with that one. Yeah, man, solid, solid childhood right there. All right, the next one, the Yogi Bear Show. It's staying. It's, it's staying for sure. It's staying on the list for me. But Yogi Bear Show is another one of those uh, boomerang shows, as I like to call them. They were whenever I had a free weekend at Boomerang, I just watch all these old shows, and there was a few I didn't skip, and the ones that I didn't skip were like Yogi Bear, Hong Kong Fooey. Um, C Lab. Uh, there was this other one with this shark in this band that I would always watch. I didn't. I wanted to skip it all the time. I never did. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty good show. Mm. It would definitely make my list. It's not going to be high. Now, number one on my list. Now this is Carlos's numero uno. So you guys are getting a little spoiler alert here. But uh, here it is, guys. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a great show. Like, don't get me wrong. My issue with it strictly is like again. It's very liney uh, for me as a kid, so that probably bothered me a little bit. And I just didn't under ever understand there was like a never a running theme mm-hmm. that made sense to me. And I, uh, as a kid, I always was confused. It's the same way as I would say that I had the issue with Speed Racer is are they in constant battle or is it a new thing mm-hmm. happening each time? Are we in a new race or are we just you know pick up in the middle of each thing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's what you said last time when we talked about it, which I understand. Um, mine, and I, I believe I said it's not strictly nostalgia, but a lot of it is nostalgia is why it's my number one. Um, yeah. It's kind of just one of them. Oh, things I get that it, completely. So. That's what Mighty Mouse, I mean, Mighty Mouse went up on my list just also, because of my dad. Right? Also, it's one of them things like between both of us, like 
you said that the cartoon didn't do as well as the movie for you. Yeah, the movies so... made Ninja Turtles my thing, right? I, the first three movies were so good to me, you know? Ernie Reyes Jr. as Michelangelo, the whole little place that every kid wanted to live, the Shredder place. Mm. Come on, those movies are great. Yeah, and for me, I think it just highlighted what the cartoon is also, best at. So it it didn't flop it. It did really well. Looking back on it, Shredder was kind of a creep in that movie. Yeah, he was. Um, but yeah, sorry. He's that old. He's the dad who wants to hang out with the kids in the the garage. Yeah. Ugh, weird. You're weird. Dad. Um. And so after that, we got now. This one is not making my list. I don't care. It didn't make my list. At I all. hate this. I see this character and it makes me upset. It makes me think of Green Beans, and that's Gumby. It does not. I don't know why it does, but I see him I'm like you, Green Bean. You know what? It is making my list because I do believe we talked about this, and I think this was the better of the claymation type shows. No, this not thing, to you, not to you, but to can, me. Yeah, no, he can hop on the back of Thomas chain, the train and get the hell out of you. Or it's more like Play-Doh, I guess. Yeah, because when you would get his toy, he'd be like a piece of rubber with wire in yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure exactly how it's uh, it's similar to claymation though animations, but you yeah. know. All right, we only we only have like a, two minutes left, so we gotta speed through these last couple. <laughs> um, so the next one here is kind of you my know? high school, my like middle school in a nutshell, right here. Mm-hmm. Like literally, this was every joke. The coolest thing you could possibly wear was Stewie. It's bad. Family Guy, and if you, I love Family Guy. I know it got shut off. Like, here's the thing that bothered me when I was such a big fan of Family Guy. I did kill myself. I tired myself out of it. But those first couple seasons, man, mm. I loved. And it's always still good. It's just the, they had the, the Jackass episodes are my favorite. He did like there's like two of them where Peter just starts the episode doing Jackass stunts. Yeah, I like when so um, Stewie gets his little steroid and starts beating up Brian. Like, <laughs> I think that's one of the funny. They fight the so, chickens. The the problem is is that it just went on. It it it's pretty much uh repetitive kind of jokes and stuff like that. So it kind of went past where I would like it. Yep. But it's still it's right it's where really it needs to be yeah really yeah yeah. So the next one here after that is Animaniacs. And we talked about we that talked one. about that one, which is a great show. It was a Spielberg style um WB show. It was great. And then finally, and we this talked one, about this whew, one too. Again, this one fits in that top ten, top twenty. Yeah. Yep. No, for me, it's backing up as I'm getting older and thinking about it more. It's probably going to be in the 50s, but I love it. And that's Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is a great TV show, uh, especially just the Z version. I've been, I had to put Dragon Ball on there before Dragon Ball Z, but that's just me. And I think Dragon Ball Z is a whole lot of wasted entire summer of my life. Um, so that's why I hate it. But other than that, guys, I think that's the end of the episode. Yes, sir. We're, we're going to start. We're going to end it really quickly. 